Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. everybody welcome to the sports 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 podcast this is joel anderson this is jordan pomaville <laughs> joining us as always that is phil ranta the sports outsider yes <laughs> yes the That's... sports outsider i almost god this could, the, this whole new intro is just weird I you're think... pronouncing things more clearly it's weird <laughs> don't this is no, a sports, sports, sports on. podcast with this, this, and that. I don't want to be that. <laughs> well, it's well, a I am for the that. sports outsider. I don't know anything about sports. You guys speak clearly. You could be these. Yeah. Hey, with that, take that, a look at and these. Hey, take a look at these. Hey. Are, are, are we all ready though? What this week? Fourth yeah. of July podcast. Yes. Fourth of sports, July. Sports, 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 sports. Sports, sports, sports. All right, okay. stop. Okay, <laughs> do it. <laughs> Somebody's got to tell the percussion. Uh, <laughs> All right. Oh, Joel, Stay you and please. the sports songs. Uh, that might be my favorite part of the podcast, though. I'm I'm excited uh, for the Fourth of July. Yeah, I am. I always you know one week. Gonna grill. I'm I'm gonna get ready. <laughs> percussion, percussion, percussion. <laughs> Alex, Alex. Yeah. We're done. Oh, you're done. All right. Alex, he, my just, microphone. he just wants to help, Alex yeah. Rodriguez. He really and does. And yet he has not managed to actually help us even once yeah. since we acquired him via trade from the Yankees. That's it's too bad. For Terrible. the goddamn mystery box. Hey, he is my best good friend. <sighs> A-Rod. All right, so 4th of July. Yeah. yeah. Independence Day. You know yeah. what that means? Another Tecmo Super Bowl video. I don't. YouTube.com <laughs> slash comedy podnet. I thought we saved the promos for the end of the show. Nope. There's uh, game two, week two of the Detroit Lions playing their season. Make sure to check it out. YouTube.com slash comedy podnet. All right. Are you, so are, you, are you running the ball with Barry Sanders? Uh, At least a little bit? You'll find out. Oh. <sighs> Yeah. He passed too much. It's Rodney Pete is your quarterback. Yeah, I know. He's not a great terrible. quarterback. No, he's bad. I mean, outwardly bad. Legitimately, actually, in, in retrospect, among Lions quarterbacks since like 1957, he's pretty good in that company. That's sad. It, it is extremely sad. This is a late bit character. Ain't so good. Phil, what are your 4th of July plans? My 4th of July plans? You're going to toss around the old pigskin? You're going to play a game of catch? Maybe Ooh. get some more guys, play some pickle? You know what yeah. I think I'm going to do? What? I'm going to eat some uh, some pig flesh. Cooked. Yeah. Cooked pig flesh. <laughs> That's, that sounds disgusting. Well, what? Cooked pig flesh. <laughs> well, I, wouldn't, I don't know that it's flesh. Ooh. I believe what you're eating are bits and pieces of organs and yeah. other uh, bodily tissues. Put it through the go. grinder. I love it. Uh, no, I, I love 4th of July because it's like uh, summer Thanksgiving. Yeah, it is. And it's yeah. so much better than Thanksgiving in that respect. Yeah, the I, food is better. I enjoy the, the barbecue type food. Yeah, oh, yeah, I like potato salads and hot dogs. Oh, macaroni salad. Ooh, some macaroni salad. Yeah. I am, I am going to be on, in Beaver Island, Michigan with my family. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's, not, it's not funny, <laughs> though. It's not. Woo. Beaver Island. <laughs> Look out. 
Okay, it's 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 just the name of the island. It's named that because it's shaped like a beaver. Whoo! Yeah, oh, it's that's... not not that kind of beaver, you sickos. Yeah, right. But you're gonna be there with your mom and your sister. Yeah. Okay, that's you going to Beaver Island right with your mom. there. What do we got in the show today? <laughs> the loss of my innocence, apparently. No, we got yeah. other things. News, news, news. We news, got news, news, news. news. We absolutely yeah. do. Uh, we have an inner. We have a. Uh, it's another uh, example of our uh, system of microphones oh, throughout God. all of. The world of sports. Oh, yeah, I set those up. I don't up. know why you hate this so much, Jordan. Most people would kill for a resource like this. I, I'll tell you why. Because I don't know that this this bit actually requires that ty- sort of setup. What yeah. do you mean, bit? We have <laughs> a system of microphones set up all over the world and all the sports arenas. Okay. I did it. We have well, captured actual audio from Monte Teo right. speaking well, it's, with it's, his coaches. We have a, 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 it's a meeting between GM Tom Telesco of yeah. the San Diego Chargers <clears throat> and a new uh, San Diego Charger, Manti Teo. Yeah, yeah. Right. pretty great. It sounds exciting. And uh, we also have uh, Chris Humphreys. Hey, hey back another he's week. Back. He's back. We, we won't week. be talking to him. He's just going to do a little solo action. Whoa. He's going to give you some Fourth of July safety tips. You know, you're going out for the Fourth of July. Be safe. Yeah, I feel I need those. pretty bad about last week. Once again, we we had him on at a time when he had no choice but to cover his ex-wife. Yeah, but what are you we do? we keep. Doing that, Here's and it. it seems uncanny. He's gonna have so much fun saying Fourth of July tips. He is so happy yeah. with the segment. He just loves being on the podcast. I, yeah. I know he does, but I feel bad. He's a reporter. <laughs> reporter first, All right? Basketball player second. Yeah. Man with feelings last. Exactly. I just, I just can't believe what he said. It was shocking. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. But you know what else we got? We got a weird. Do we got a weird sport, Phil? <laughs> I think, God, we, I think we understand right. why you're Phil never sets right. that we up do. himself. That was awful. Hey, Phil, you got a weird sport? Yeah, we got your damn sure. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, so an all new weird sport. Thanks, Phil. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> One of the last twenty-two of those. Yeah, as we count them all down. Are you sure you're counting right? I don't know that this we is are. Episode seventy-seven. I don't know. Yeah, but we. Didn't have a weird sport in one or two of them, so we're gonna do we're gonna double up so at the end. Double yeah, up. So that means there's gonna be more. Episode 100 will have as many weird sports as is necessary to do our hundredth weird exactly. sport. Exactly, that God. is a promise. That's gonna be a great episode. <laughs> yes. America's favorite segment times three or four. That's how most entertainment works. If yeah. it's America's favorite segment, let's cram as much of it down their throats as we possibly can. I right. agree. America's funniest home videos had to have America's funniest people. And who wants to be a millionaire at one point was ABC's entire primetime lineup. Yeah. <laughs> Monday through Friday, 8 to 11, it was Regis. Who wants to be a millionaire? I'm a troll. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Troll. Let's get started. Let's do it. Yeah, let's go. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Phil, your head bobs like a Muppet. <laughs> Does it? When you say that. Yeah, it's really it's really great to watch. Nice. I'd like to really get into sometime. my characters. I That's I'm, the one dance I, I can do is the Muppet dance. What, you the, say that, but I've seen you do it. Move your arms I've back seen you do it. Yeah. I've seen you. You're really not giving yourself enough credit. I think that he wanted <laughs> to say that he this. didn't do it so that he could show that he could do it. What? No, I said that's the one dance I can do. I think, you, oh, that you can do. HBO reveals team on this year's Hard Knocks. Cincinnati Bengals. Subheadline. But who will be the baseball team on Showtime Original, the franchise? <laughs> I've never heard of either of these shows. Yeah. They follow teams around. Oh, boo. Showtime president David Nevins said the series will return if the right team and right story is found. 
but the franchise ain't going to be here for 2013, guys. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Sad song. You know what? I didn't even know that show existed. So it's a reality show where they follow teams? Right. The, the Showtime has the MLB one. But the big one that a lot of people watch is Hard Knocks on HBO. Yeah. Mm. And the Bengals will be on for the second time in five years. So do they do, like, confessionals and stuff? Doesn't that take them away uh, from the game? No, I think they just sort of they it's let more them, cinema verite. They let them follow ah. it around, follow the team around. They take cameras into the locker rooms. It's basically Ooh, so NFL films, Wang? Is it which is a Wang? bunch of professionals. No, is it a ton of Wang in the locker rooms? Yes. The, so it's HBO. You're gonna see some Wang. <laughs> I've been watching Game of Thrones, and I was really surprised by the amount of Wang. Like I was Tons ready for the boobs. Wang. Like yeah, I had heard boobs. No, yeah. Guys that told me, oh, Game of Thrones. No one warned me about the dong. There's dong. Yeah. There, there's, no, there's, there's a lot of dong. Game of Thrones is oh, yeah. very even-handed. Uh, I don't need the even-handed. Jamie hand. Landerson is not even-handed anymore. Sting. Come on. Lots of wang. One. Lots and lots of wang. Yeah. So, like, like Game of Thrones, <laughs> Hard Knocks will show a lot of wang. Yep. Maybe some Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. Ooh. The law firm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. player on the San Diego, uh, San Diego, the Cincinnati Bengals named Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, who has been nicknamed by Matthew Barry, the law firm. Because it sounds like Ben Jarvis Green and Ellis, attorneys at law. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, Bill gets it. Yep. Uh, the Bengals won the AFC North after appearing on Hard Knocks prior to the 2009 season. Whoa. Ooh. So it's a good luck charm is what you're saying. Yeah, just yeah. like Major League Two for the Indians. Yeah. <laughs> Did they do well after that? Yeah, relatively. Never won the World <laughs> Series, Did though. they have the no, wild thing? They did not have the wild thing. Instead, they had Jose Mesa. Oh, not as exciting of a name as Wild Thing, Charlie Sheen. No. Jose Mesa blew, blew a save in Game 7 or something like that? I believe so. I believe, yeah. I, believe that I thought that so. you were di digging for a nickname that began with Blue. <laughs> I'm like, I can't wait to hear what kind of salty nickname this is. And then you're yeah. like, Little Boy Blue. Hey, hey, he needed the money. Oh, Little Boy Blue. Could it just be shoe and the wang. Jose, oh. Jose Blowjob Mesa. Yeah. So he does a blowjob in every save. Speaking of closers, Alfonso Soriano says Carlos Mormol used to be good. Carlos Mormol <laughs> says, takes one to no one, dickhead. Wow, that oh. sounds like heated oh. rhetoric. Heated, heated rhetoric. After his latest blown save, squandering a three-run lead to the moribund New York Reds, reporter Paul Sullivan of the Chicago Tribune said he'd never seen Alfonso Soriano so mad. I don't know, Soriano said. It depends on him. He used to be good. I think he's good, but he's lost a little bit of his confidence, and this game is all about confidence. I hope he gets back and becomes the Marmol I know. What? Yeah, Carlos Marmol currently has a 6.21 ERA and a 1.73 whip. Alfonso yeah. Soriano has been good for the Cubs sometimes. Yeah. Not $136 million good. What? Yeah. That's uh, so much money. It, this is a little bit cat cat kettle pot kettle oh, cat piss? God. yeah cat so there's piss a, there's calling a... it's cat piss calling cow farts smelly <laughs> there you yeah, go yeah i like that saying uh interestingly enough the uh, espn the magazine just had their money issue and they printed a list of the 40 highest paid athletes and uh alfonso soriano was right smack in the middle of it not, not... he's at like 22 making like 21 million a season you know, and it's this list. Most of the people on the list are very high-performing athletes, and it was all of a sudden you're like, wait, huh? 
Alfonso Soriano? I remember when sure he signed enough. that contract, and still every year I think to myself, wait, he's still under that deal? Right, He's exactly. still on the Cubs under that deal? Getting Th- paid? This, is, this is the last year of the Barry Zito deal. That's a fun little oh. <laughs> factoid for you. Pitcher I don't f- understand any of this talk. <laughs> yeah. Barry Zito is a pitcher for the San Francisco Giants who yeah. was given a, what, how much? Mil- Seven years, $146 million. And basically, Whoa. as soon as he got it, he went to being immediately started stinking it up. And in baseball, all of the money's guaranteed, so they had no choice but to continue paying. See, him, that's even the thing. If I was in a seven-year contract and I didn't want to try hard, then it's like I'm under a seven-year contract. What's the what's the incentive to do well? Uh, well, I mean, these pride. are the most competitive people, <laughs> yeah. perhaps in the world. You know, they're the, right. they're the top of their field. You know, and so, but for a pitcher like Barry Zito, clearly he was trying, but he lost his stuff. Yeah, right. Oh, that's too bad. Or who knows? Maybe maybe Barry Zito said, cha-ching, no more working out for me. And a lot of people said that the Wild Thing lost his stuff in Major League 2, but he came back with a vengeance throwing that fast-cooking that fast cooking fastball. Yep. 91-year-old sets world bench-pressing record. What? For people over 90 years old. Oh, uh, so what was it like? I lifted up my pencil. <laughs> I'm 91 years old. And things are heavy to me that oh. should be very light. Oh, sorry, guys. Sorry, we just we just played an audio file. That was an interview with the 91-year-old. Yeah. Oh, geez. I'm sorry. Yeah. Lean on the button. <laughs> yeah, lean on the button there, Phil. Yeah. Shouldn't uh, have done that. Yeah. Cy Perlis overcame. Cy? His first name Cy? Cy Perlis. Like the Korean rapper? No, spelled differently. Opa oh. Gangnam Style. Not spelled like the Greek letter, <laughs> but op, S-Y. Op, op, oh, like, uh, like the character from Deadwood. Or from Duck Dynasty. Hey, <laughs> sexy <Cyperlaces>. ladies. <laughs> Overcame Opa Gangnam Style. Adversity. <laughs> Sorry, I leaned on the button again. <laughs> yeah. To set a new world record in the 90 and over weightlifting class. The Surprise Arizona native recently competed at the National Push-Pull Bench Press and Deadlifts Championship, and his final hoist of 187.5 pounds was good for the record books. That's better than any of us could do. Absolutely. That's 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 probably at least 60 pounds more than I I've I've bench pressed forever. I could be way overestimating at like 120, but yeah. Perlis, a World War II veteran who did not start lifting until he was 60, dominated the 85 to 90-year-old age group, or what uh, the men over 90 call the pussy division, (laughs) (laughs) before transitioning to the 90 and over class. Okay. He had to bump up an age bracket. Do you guys want to see my uh, lipstick glam rock band, the pussy division? Uh, We're going to be playing this weekend. (laughs) We're pretty good. Playing the Roxy? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He had to sit out last year to fix a hernia and implant a pacemaker. What? The 90-year-old, 91-year-old man who just set the world bench pressing record for people over 90 has a pacemaker. Yeah. He used it like an iPod for working out where he just he feels the jolts in his heart and then he goes, ah, ah, and it helps him get And strength. it's a shuffle. Every time he gets hit, it's like, you know, give it me the a beat, boys, soothe my soul. Nope. So his heart's like, boom. Boom, boom, and then he gets hit, and it's boom, 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 He has a pacemaker. He can bench and deadlift more than us. Before anyone makes any deadlift jokes, let's be reminded, they used to be called health lifts prior to the 1970s. Prior to my screen core band Until all those people in the 70s died while doing them, and they changed it to deadlift. 
Right. Back off, ladies. <laughs> Dude has a wife. Oh. He has the young Joan Perlis, who's a saucy 69 years old. Whoa. Yeah, pretty Way good for younger, a 91-year-old yeah. guy. 22 years younger. That would be like me dating an 8-year-old. No, it wouldn't be quite like that. No, it would be like me dating an 8-year-old. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Chris Humphreys and I got the poop on the 4th of July safety tips. Hey, it's very easy to blow your hand off during 4th of July, what with the fire and explosions and basketball and all, so here's some tips to make sure that doesn't happen. Number one, leave your fireworks to the professionals, because if you light it on fire and don't throw it, your hand is going to become a firework. Never point a firework at someone or their pets. Because why would you point a firework at someone or the pet? That's mean. Number four, do not attempt to relight a firework. Hey, how poor do you have to be in order to try to relight a firework? Just light a new one, brokey. Never grill indoors, in the garage, under awnings, or beneath anything that could catch fire. Or very long, voluptuous hair like Kim Kardashian. Maybe she should grill too close to it. Light her hair on fire and burn her face to death. Now make sure to skip the lighter fluid and instead use an electric or chimney lighter to light newspaper to start the charcoal. There's a lot of rules inside of that rule. I'm confused. If you're going to be outside, remember to apply and reapply sunscreen. Wear a wide-brimmed floppy hat to shield your face, ears, and neck from harmful ultraviolet rays. Ultraviolet rays are what supervillains use to kill good guys. Even if the egg salad or potato salad or macaroni salad has been out in the sun all day, go ahead and eat it. You only live once, and not eating it will offend your neighbors. YOLO! Make sure to stay hydrated. When you sweat, that's water running away from your body like Kim Kardashian ran away from me! So drink water or beer. Both of them are liquids. If you're going to even have one drink on 4th of July, make sure to have a designated driver. Even if you think you're sober, your judgment and senses can be impaired after just one cocktail. And if you've had ten cocktails, make sure to not get near me because you'll talk my ear off and I'll get bored. Make sure not to mess around with people's hearts. It's just wrong. <laughs> Drag racing is dangerous, and eating ice cream too fast could result in a brain freeze. And make sure to play basketball. Hey, have a safe and happy 4th of July, everybody, because this is Chris Humphreys, and I've got the poop on your holidays. This one's 4th of July. All right, so we have right now a conversation between Chargers GM Tom Telesco and Monte Teo. Yeah, the one with well, all the microphones we have everywhere in the world to capture all the sports news. Hello, Mr. Telesco. It was an honor to be drafted by the Chargers. I have always had a great fondness for electricity. Um, yeah, thanks. I want to sit down and talk with you. We have big plans for you, but with everything that happened, we do have some questions. I appreciate what Jason Collins did, but I told Oprah I wasn't gay. No, it's not about that. Of course, we would support you if that was the case, but only after a full apology to Oprah. Praise be to Oprah. Amen. Now, as difficult an environment Notre Dame is in the world of college football, there's a, nothing like the NFL. There's a lot of distractions, but that's why we want you to meet Cindy over here, a San Diego Chargers cheerleader. She'd be thrilled to show you around town. Oh, hey there, Mateo. I love big Hawaiian muscles. My name is Monte, and I'm Samoan. Whatever. You want to hang out or what? I mean, I, I think so, but only if it's okay with Mr. Telesco. 
Is it alright if I take God off? Damn it, Monty! This is what we were afraid of. That's head coach Mike McCoy. That beautiful lady does not look like Coach McCoy. <sighs> it's because it's actually my friend Peter. Since when is Peter a girl's name? And wait, who's Peter? He's in drama class with me, and I'm not Chargers GM Tom Telesco. I'm Danny, a junior at Chula Vista High. This is all very confusing for a for a for an academic all American. How? This isn't Qualcomm Stadium. It's a swing set at a local park. You know, <clears throat> you know. I thought you were fucking with me when you said you were talking to Monte Teo on the internet, pretending to be Chargers GM. Right? Monte, you're fucking stupid, dude. I owe my education to the rigorous academics of the University of Notre Dame. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sports. Weird it to me. This week's Weird Sport, <laughs> Dwyle Flonking. Yes, I have been waiting for this one since we started this segment. Do you know Dwyle Flonking? Nope, I was bluffing. What is Dwyle Flonking? Why do you gotta lie? Why do you gotta lie? Because lies make people sad, and you want to make people sad, you liar. I only lied briefly. I'm so angry at you right now. The pastime of Dwyle Flonking, also known as Dwyle Flunking. Oh, see, you were probably familiar with that. Yeah, right. Okay. Liar involves two teams, each taking a turn to dance around the other while attempting to avoid a beer-soaked dwile or cloth thrown by the non-dancing team. This sounds a lot like you got served. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's a little bit like it. Let's see you dance, sucker. You got nothing on me. I'm going to throw this dwile at you. Um, beer soaked rag? That's what a doyle yeah, is? A beer, yeah. Or is it like a doily? I'm going to go uh, out A doyle is just a cloth, but they soak it in beer. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this was a sport invented at a bar after closing. Well, let me let, let me beat that. I'll, I'll, I'll let me finish. Dwyle flocking was invented at a museum after closing. <laughs> yes. Dwyle is a knitted floor cloth from the Dutch dwell, meaning mop. And flonk uh, is probably a corruption of the word flong which is an old past tense of fling. So it's really like dwile flinging. <laughs> but they changed it. Uh, let's get into the history, shall we, since that we were just talking about. Yeah. The earliest definitely known game of dwile flonking was played at the Beckless Festival of Sport in 1966. According to BBC Research, no one can remember the score, although <laughs> team members remembered feeling pretty fragile the following morning. <laughs> Whether it was emotionally or physically... It does not say. That is some good journalism. Yeah. Yes. That was before you could say everyone got fucked up and forgot what happened and woke up with bruises. Yes, because <laughs> they got they got dwile flonked, y'all. Uh, there's a reference to the sport which predates the Backlist Festival, originating from the fertile imagination of Michael Benteen, uh, who had a show called It's a Square World on the BBC. Um, a skit in one episode... Uh, had explore, had explorers stumble across a group of natives in the darkest reaches of the English countryside playing the sport. 
The episode aired sometime between 1960 and 1964 when the sport was, show was originally broadcast. So this is probably one of those homegrown things that people knew about, but it didn't really see the light of day. Yeah. It wasn't really written about. A bunch of drunkards just knew the game. Because, yeah. again, I'm guessing a bunch of people were cleaning up their bar after they closed, and they had rags that were soaked in beer, and then yeah. somebody was dancing, and they threw it at them, and it just sort of got legs Right. There. It's kind of like snapping each other with towels. Right. Not yeah. really an organized sport, but people know about it. And then they're like, the first time it was an organized sport is this. But it predates uh, homophobia, yeah. I guess. Also, <laughs> it seems to be something that you might be uh, doing to take advantage of a younger friend who has maybe just uh, become of age to go to the pub. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, well, hey, we do this thing every week. Yeah. Um, where, dwile flunking. Where you dance and we throw <laughs> beer-soaked rags. <laughs> oh, what's a dwile flunk then? I guess I'll participate because I'm one of the boys. Yeah. <laughs> yep, and then it, it just becomes beat the shit out of your younger brother. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, so what the what kind of dancing is done? All right, I'm going to skip the rest of the history and go straight into everyone's favorite part, the rules. According to the friends of the Lewis Arms, the game, the rules of the game are impenetrable and the result is always contested. <laughs> I like this. This sound. sounds like a great sport. Yes. Yeah. Everybody always argues like, "No, we won't. No, we won't off a flog the dwile twice as good as he did." Etc. Etc. A dull-witted person is chosen as the referee. <laughs> referee. They take the idiot. They say you're the ref. Don't want you to play, big dummy. Oh, you're a plonker. You don't get to play. You get to riff. The ref um, is defined as being dull-witted. Yep. The referee is also known as the jobber owl. <laughs> Oi, jobber owl! You sit there and you decide. Duh, okay. I'm a big <laughs> idiot. I hope these rules aren't congested this time around. <laughs> oh, Phil, you you lean in the button again. Then. No, oh, I'm sorry, I leaned on the button. You played uh, an audio clip from an audio the last while flunking. Uh, yep. Uh, the two teams decide who flunks first by tossing a sugar beet. Of course, <laughs> obviously. Uh, of course. What? How, wait, okay, so they toss a sugar beet. What happens? How does that decide does who that goes decide? first? Uh, I watched a YouTube clip where they showed it. Could not figure it out <laughs> for the life of me. You see the sugar beet getting thrown, and then they start. Oh, it's you! It's you! Yeah. It's you! Oh, sugar no. beet! Sugar these, beet! These rules are going to be contested. <laughs> the game begins when the job owl shouts, Here you go together! Here you go together! <laughs> The non-flunking team joins hands and dances in a circle around <laughs> members of the flunking team. That's right. They join hands and do a little skippity-doo English dance. <laughs> All right. So there's teams. The other people are in the inside and they're seething. They're like, oh, we got a beer-soaked rags. We're going to give them a proper while flunking now. Um, the, the practice of dancing in a circle is known as girding. Oh, we're girding around the flunkers. <laughs> right? The flunker dips his dwile-dipped driveler. <laughs> which is a pole two to three feet long, made from a hazel or yew, into a bucket of beer. That's right. They have to stretch that uh, that thing right out there yeah. and say, oh, we'll go dip, make it good and wet for these a bunch of girders who are going to try to flunk the girders with a dwile. You hear that, jumping Owl? No, I don't know. I'm dealing with it. All right. So we got it. There's a, there's a twiddler. There's a jumping Owl. Uh, they're girding, uh, while they're dwile flunking. All right. So they spin it in, uh, and then they spin around 
All right, the, if the if the dwell misses completely, which is known as a swagger, <laughs> big swagger and a miss, strike one. Uh, when this happens, the the flunker must drink the contestants of an ale filled gazunder, which is a chamber pot, <laughs> um, before the wet dwell has passed from hand to hand along the row of non girding girders. Uh, chanting the ceremonial mantra of pot, 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 pot. <laughs> yep. I have to watch this. Gross. They have to drink the gazunder, which is a chamber pot, goes under yeah. the bed. So I, I assume it's not actually filled with shit. No, or piss. I'm sure that it's just Put gross beer. beer. Yeah, they, beer it's just it. embarrassing. Okay. The full game comprises of four snurds, each snurd being one team taking its turn at girding. The Jabinowl. Adds interest and difficulty to the game by randomly switching the direction of rotation and will levy drinking penalties on any player found not taking the game seriously enough. (laughs) But I know what you're thinking right now. What are the point systems looking like? Yeah. Well, the points are worded as follows. There's a plus three for a wanton, which is a direct hit on a girder's head. Okay. It's a plus two for a Morther or Marther, which is a body hit. There's a plus one for a Ripple or Ripper, which is a leg hit. Minus one per sober person at the end of the game. <laughs> Oftentimes contested. At the end of the game, the team with the most points wins and are awarded a ceremonial pewter known as a Gazunder. So for those of you who are falling up behind, isn't the gazunder the chamber, chamber pot? pot? So they get a, a nice chamber pot if right. they win. But they get it. It's the ceremonial gazunder, right? Yeah. Oh, so maybe not one. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna speed this up for you. The game is dwile flunking. There's dwiles which are rags. There's flunking which is actually flogging. Right. The dull wanted person is the jabbing owl. Uh, the team dancing around is known as girders. The dwile uh, who the dwile misses. It's called a swagger. Uh, they have to drink from a chamber pot if that happens, known as a gazunder, and they can get four different kinds of points, a wanton, a morther, a ripple, or sober person at the end of the game. You win, you get the ceremonial gazunder. This is my favorite weird sport that we have ever done by a long shot. And we yep. say that a lot, but this, this time, uh, I, mean this time I really, really fucking mean it. Yes, it is Good British job, people Phil. being drunk. Yep. And going, oh, flopper, knock, go, gango, 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 pot, 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 pot. You leaned in the button again. You played. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, in that case, that comes to an end. Another weird spot. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to a close another sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, and you enjoy your Fourth of July weekend. Phil would like to give you some contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. While you're there, wish us happy fourth of July. You can tweet at us at sports, uh, the number, <laughs> did I just repeat that? Uh, you can find us on Facebook by searching sports, sports, sports podcast. Your little top bar thingy. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today at stitcher.com and search sports, sports, sports podcast. You can find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash comedy pod net. While you're there, make sure to check out me playing as the Detroit Lions and Tecmo Super Bowl. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. Search for sports, the number three space podcast. That's sports, the number three, all one word space podcast. And make sure to rate and review while you're there because it helps out big time. Or find all of our back episodes at comedypodcastnetwork.com.
You know what you did with that Twitter foul-up? What'd I do? You shamed America. No, I'm sorry. I'm moving to China. Bye! He meant right now is what he meant by that. He absolutely meant that. He is running so fast. Does he know how far it is to China? I think he should probably slow down a little. I'm almost there, guys! A lot of fireworks. A lot of fireworks there. All right, lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.